0: Welcome to the Range Report, Volume 5, presented by Giants Ridge and Ride the Range in Northern Minnesota. The Range Report is here to highlight current events, trail conditions, and provide up-to-date knowledge on everything related to Giants Ridge and Ride the Range trail systems. For more information about Giants Ridge, go to www.giantsridge.com, And for more information about Ride the Range, go to www.ridetherange.com. In the first half of this Range Report, we spoke with Dustin Schultz of Dirt Peddlers, To get the riders' perspective of both Giants Ridge and Tioga Recreation Area. Dustin is really good at breaking down what these locations have to offer as he is both a coach and a rider. In the second half of this range report, we spoke with Rich Drew of the Ride Series MTB. Rich gave us his account of what it was like to experience Tioga Recreation Area and the greater Grand Rapids, Minnesota area for the first time. Rich also breaks down what riders can expect at the Tioga Recreation Area as he has a wealth of knowledge from many riding locations nationwide. Check out Biketown the movie, a story of mountain bikers, unlikely partnerships, and the communities they create. Brought to you by Freehub Magazine. Redhead Bike Park in Chisholm, Minnesota is one of the communities featured in Biketown. Screenings for the movie Biketown will be going live this July, which includes a screening in Chisholm, Minnesota at the Minnesota Discovery Center on Friday, July 22nd. In the meantime, go to www.freehubmag.com to view the trailer and learn more about this movie. The Range Report has been edited and produced by Evolution Trail Services. For more information about Evolution Trail Services, go to www.evotrails.com. Now on to Volume 5 of the Range Report with Dustin Schilt and the Rich Drew. We're here to talk about Giant's Ridge and the Ridge Report, and I've been noticing a lot of social media through dirt puddlers, and you have been, it looks like you've taken multiple trips to Giants Ridge this summer so far. Am I correct in saying that?
1: Uh, well, I've done uh, multiple trips to sort of the uh, Iron Range region. Okay. Uh, we've only done one to Giants Ridge so far. We have another one planned in, I believe, the end of July here, or it's, yeah, I believe end of July uh, we'll be going back up there, but we've been to Tioga and Cuyuna so far. And most recently it was Giants Ridge. We were just up there uh, last Friday. So, yeah, yeah. The kids, uh, the kids were very excited about it because we had a uh, Duluth camp the week prior. So they, ha- they got to experience what Spirit Mountain was like and then compare and contrast that directly to what uh, Giants Ridge is like. And so it was an eye-opening uh, experience for them to say the least.
2: Give you a quick
0: comparison and construction. You know, contrast to the two areas because obviously yeah. they both serve a very good purpose.
1: Absolutely, I I love both of them for completely different reasons. I guess I'll I'll start with Spirit. To me, Spirit Mountain feels more like single track downhill, where it's uh, very tight. It's uh, I like to use the word for some of their like anvil, and some of those runs is just kind of janky. It's just like these small little rock minefields you're going through and uh, they tend to be high speed. So they're extremely fun in my opinion, because they keep you very honest in line choice and your bike handling a lot of off camber sort of flat turns, which is really great. I love seeing stuff like that. So that's why I love spirit. I feel like it's, you know, it's a test of bike handling skills and what I love about giants Ridge specifically is that it feels like they have a bit more of a progressive approach to their bike park. So when I go there, I can, I can see a, you know, a sort of a linear path on how I'd work somebody through smaller jumps to medium jumps, to bigger jumps, to all of a sudden other features that have, you know, more technical aspects to them, whether, you know, it's a drop that has, you know, a really wonky, like sort of berm approach or berm exit, you know, and so that's what I love about Giants Ridge. And it, it feels honestly like, you know, you took the bottom portion of Trestle and kind of just dropped it in, you know, in the iron range up there. You know, it's your your prototypical bike park feeling trails where it's just cut really wide. You know, it's fast. Uh if you you know, the one thing that after I took the the riders down leapfrog in sector twelve, they were like, We didn't have to pedal at all. And I was like, Yeah, that's a bike park for you, you know. So that was very exciting. You know, like some of the stuff at, at Spirit, you have to pedal for it. Um, not that that's a bad thing. It just makes you more more aware of what your input needs to be in order to do something. Whereas like a Giant's Ridge, gravity does most of the work for you. And it's just a matter of focusing on the mechanics of doing either the jump or the drop or the specific, you know, rock roller, what you know, what's in front of you. So I think that that, pretty much is is the big differences in my mind between them. Uh, Spirit does have like a lot of great advanced stuff, but the jump from like your green trail to all of a sudden it's like really advanced blue, black, like really quick, you know? And so I think there could be, they could bridge that gap a little bit to help people along. So it's not just zero to 60, but that said, you know, it's not a knock on them. It's just, what's an area that they could improve. And again, I love them both. So I don't want to project any, any hate towards either one. So,
0: I mean, it's super important. Like when I was at, when I went to deer Valley, I actually kind of, just because I'm from the Midwest and I'm used to more single tracky stuff, that's the stuff that I wrote was more single tracky stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I think, but at the same time, I, I know the intent with giants Ridge was to do exactly what you just said to have that Mm -hmm. progression from beginning to end, because, you know, they're there to run a business and in order to run a business, they need to offer variety, especially to those, you know, newer customers to keep them, to get them to come and keep them coming and give them progression.
1: Yeah. So, you know, the green runs like rivet one, two, and three are, are super fun. And so that's, that's what I really appreciate about uh, giants Ridge especially is that, You know, you can warm up on there and then you make your way to Leapfrog and, you know, Sector 12. And they actually just installed a really nice mini like skills area at the bottom, which I was uh, really happy to see, you know, just because that, uh, that traverse from the end of like, you know, Sector 12 and whatnot could get a little bit long, but it was nice that they they broke it up with something to kind of dip into and kind of.
0: What did your uh, what did the kids that came up there with dirt peddlers think of Giants Ridge? What were some of their feedback or comments?
1: Yeah, I mean they they really loved it. I mean, I'll go back to like what they said after doing LeapFrog and Second Twelve was the fact that you know they're like, wow, we didn't have to pedal at all, and they were blown away by that. I don't think any of them have really had much uh, bike park experience, so. Uh, Spirit Mountain the week before was their first sort of foray into that. And so getting, you know, that back to back with Giants Ridge, it was like, wow, like this is this is kind of what the, the bike park experience is like. And a lot of them, you know, they they liked the jump lines, but they were all of a sudden started sort of chomping up the bit for a little bit more technical uh, things. So I got them over on Teconite, which they really, they really liked. And we kind of kept it at that for that day just because i didn't want to you know it would be super easy to try to take them down goliath or granite gorge or something like that but uh you have to set the set the limits somewhere because people get tired and all of a sudden the their mind is still wanting to do stuff but their body's like yeah we shouldn't probably not be doing that anymore so
0: yeah i can totally appreciate that especially since you're you know dealing with probably some newer riders too and people are just really you know really trying to advance their skill sets. You don't need to go into that zero to 60, like you were talking no. about earlier.
1: No. So yeah, that's, they, they really liked the uh, new run uh, as well. Return to sender. We got them down that one just to check it out. Uh, that was kind of like towards the end of the day, where I was like, I was more interested in showing them what else is there and that, you know, we'll come back to this, but just kind of put it in their brain. Of of what you know they could expect for next time, because for me a lot of the times it's it's really like exposing the riders to these technical features and jumps and whatnot, so they actually have a visual on them. Because you you know when you watch stuff on YouTube, there's the GoPro effect where you're like, oh that's super, you know, that's nothing. Like I remember when I we rode by Terrarium at Spirit Mountain on the first day we're there. I'm like, there's calculated risk and there's Terrarium, and they're like what i was like yeah because i saw it on somebody's uh youtube page i can't remember who it was it's like one of those like set bike hacks or something like that and they're like is that i was like yeah that's it and they're like holy crap that is totally gopro effect they're like that looks so easy in that video but <laughs> then you show it to them and they're like oh my gosh and so that's the kind of stuff that i like to show them because it helps me prepare them to ride it, but also to give them motivation to like really do the drills and you know s- skills that we're working on. So they're like, "I'm like, this is why we're doing this. You're focusing on the mechanics of this because you want to ride that, right?" They're like, "Yeah." So that helps me quite a bit.
0: Yeah, it's interesting you say that because that we just talked about that in the in the episode that was released today was how GoPro cameras can make something. We were talking about a trail that. To me, even looked really hard on Mm -hmm. GoPro, which then told me it was really, really hard.
1: Right. Yeah, totally. And it's it's also because this was my this was my first time back to Giants Ridge this year, and like we stopped at the Sector Twelve drop, and I was like, "Wow, that's a lot bigger than I remember it." So it's kind of it's kind of funny because I normally just like roll through it when I'm riding there personally, and don't really take time to like look at it. But when I started like looking it up and like explaining it, I was like, wow, this is actually a pretty, a pretty gnarly fe- feature here. So, you know, even for somebody like me, it's been there a, a ton and wrote it a bunch. It still can kind of catch you off guard.
0: Overall, how was, I know Giants Ridge had a little bit of an issue kind of getting going this year with winter weather lingering. And then mm-hmm. they had, they brought rock solid back in to do some maintenance. Overall yeah. conditions were, were good.
1: Yeah, I thought uh, everything was really great. It was surprisingly dry, you know, but that's, that's, you know, kind of what, what we deal with, uh, on any given day. I've hit a giant's ridge a few days, like, or a few times that, uh, it rained the night before and man, if you can hit one of those days, it is so grippy in the morning, like for the first, like four or five hours, like you can, you can just lay into those berms so much, especially, uh, on Goliath there, those first two that little chicane after that rock roll. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It's like a roller coaster ride where it, it just kind of was like amazing. There's no, no real words I can, I can use to describe it just because it's completely like a feeling, but overall, yeah, I felt everything was, was really nice. Uh, there isn't, there's nothing really. I was like, wow, that's in horrible shape. So yeah, I think they've done really well as far as maintenance goes and keeping on top of that.
0: That's good. Sure. That's good. Cause that's, I know that's something that they really pride themselves in and they want to make sure that the product, their, mm-hmm. their product is a good product for their consumers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the one run we got down return to sender, like I wrote it at the end of the year, last year, I think when it just had opened and, you know, obviously when, it first, when a first new trail opens up, it's always a little, a little rough, but it was very nice. I mean, I was just like, I want to go back there and just lap that thing over and over and over again, so.
0: Quickly, while I have you on, mm-hmm. hmm, how was your Tioga experience? Because that's another one of the Ride the Range networks.
1: Yeah, Tioga um, was great. The The Pathfinder Playground up there is amazing. Like, that, in my opinion, is probably the best skills area in the region, as far as that I've experienced. It's, I mean, you, you could spend all day there. I think we spent, like, first three hours of our day there just you know checking out different lines um you know getting different drops and just those mechanics dialed in then i took them down what did we oh is it bloodstone so yeah we hit bloodstone and then we hit i can never pronounce the name it's like raven yeah um so we did a couple of their jump lines and then bloodstone which i believe is more of their line which was uh really great. I think that was that was before I think that was the second day trip or third and that was a lot of kids first experience with like very technical focused riding. Uh we'd been working a lot on jumps and drops prior to that and it kind of opened some of their eyes up to like wow, I actually like the technical side of mountain biking better than jumping. And I was like, "Yes, it can be it can be just as fun, if not more fun, you know, even though it doesn't get a ton of like the, you know, the press as far as oh that guy went huge or something like that. Yeah, they really liked the Pathfinders Playground, uh, Hockey hair, and a uh, were were good as well. Ghost Plane was one that they really wanted to hit, but for some reason it was closed. It looked like it had not been seen much uh, love since the spring because uh, I know there had been a bunch of storms that rolled through there like a week or two prior. So I'm assuming that that was what cause that closure
0: yeah that there has been some heavy rain events and tree tearing mm-hmm. down events up in northern minnesota earlier this spring
1: yeah so and then on top of that i just love places that you can go ride and then immediately go jump in a like turquoise blue lake you know like you don't even have to drive you just change and you walk like 50 feet and you're swimming in a lake that's you know amazing so
0: it's interesting you say that because that came up so the other person that I interviewed for this uh, episode of the range report was rich drew who has the Ryan mm-hmm. series based out of Bentonville. Yep. And he said the same thing organically. Like he didn't, yeah. we didn't even bring up lakes. he's like, yeah, it was awesome. You know, we hopped in the lake one day, the next day we're on paddle boards. Yep. You know, so in every yeah. range report we've talked about, water has been part of it, even though we're talking about mountain biking.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's just kind of a full experience where it's like, you have that, that immediate cool down, like you're not sitting in your car with like, you know, sticky, sweaty for the next like two hours or you know, on the drive back. It's like you feel refreshed. You feel, you know, like you feel like it's the it's the best way to end a great day on the bike. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Yeah. Well, Dustin, any any parting comments or words of wisdom, wisdom that you would like to drop before we uh wrap this one up?
1: I guess I'm just very excited about what, you know. All these places in Minnesota, and how seriously they're taking, you know this sort of explosion of, I guess a different aspect of mountain biking. Um, it's great to just see how every trail system seems like they're striving to be unique in their own right. They're not just you know trying to plug and play generic trails that are just like a, a yawn fest. It feels like they're they're all trying to find their own signature, Feature trail or just vibe that makes people want to come back to them, you know. And it's a, it's a sort of the same reason I love Spirit and Giants Ridge. It just depends on what I want to ride that day. You know, do I feel like more high speed buffed out uh, bike park, or do I feel like I want to ride something a little bit more like janky tech? And that kind of goes the same for like Tioga, Kayona, and Redhead. They all have their own flavor that I think makes it really easy for somebody to be like, Hey, I'm going to go up there and spend five days, you know, especially in that iron range region. And you could hit four different riding destinations and they're all going to be very different and, and sort of great in their own way and show you a flavor of Minnesota that I don't think many people even understand is up there. And so that's, that's what I really love about it. And I, I can't wait to see you know, what else pops up up there, um, in the future.
0: It's been quietly growing and it's, it's awesome to see. And it's awesome to see the state, you know, really be a, be a big part of that, that it's, you know, state driven, you know, that it's, that it's, uh, driven by the locally, you know, the the local residents are enjoying it, all of it, you know, because there's more people getting into mountain biking because of it that would not normally have been exposed to it.
1: Right, and it's it's funny uh, when I've every I've, when I went to Tioga, when I went to Kayuna, I've had people on the street when we stop for food. They're like, "What dirt peddlers? What? What is this?" You know, and I'm like, "Oh well, we we get uh, you know Minneapolis youth up to these ride you know riding destinations just to you know show them what Minnesota is about and all the you know opportunities and places that mountain biking can take them." And they're just like, "Really? You you." You travel with like kids. I'm like, yeah, they love it. You know, it's it's great exposure for them and it's great for the economy here. And so, and everybody's been like, that is amazing. We love what you're doing. You know, keep it up. Whoever, whoever's funding that, thank them. I'm like, well, my 401k funded it. So yeah, you're welcome. It's 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 definitely fun to see uh all the kids get excited and you know, just how quickly their their skill can progress when you are giving them different things to think about. Yeah. It's uh, super cool.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, Dustin. I really appreciate the time that you are taking for this
1: range report. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for having me.
0: Here we are with Rich Drew from the ride series MTB. It's an honor to have you back on, Rich. And I know you were just up in Northern Minnesota riding the Tioga Recreation Area in the Grand Rapids area. So let's hear, how, let's hear what you thought about that
2: area. Oh man, it was awesome. Uh, I had a high expectation for it going in because I've seen a decent amount of content. I talked to some of the trail builders and it just, it looked cool. I, I had a, a good idea of what we were going to expect, but honestly, man, I was blown away. Like I just, I had more and more fun with each successive trail that we rode. And it was just a blast because for us, it was Sarah, my wife, my son, Dax, who's six. And then Mason, who's obviously a high level rider. And all four of us spent probably three hours there riding. Everybody had a blast. It felt like we were never more than a yell away from each other and a short ride back to the van. So very impressed i thought the trails were great Um, you guys actually had something called dirt like there was actual dirt with traction and we don't always get that down here in the mountain by capital of the world so we dug it
0: yeah so in your first ride experience you know that place is set up kind of in a couple different ways it's got a the pathfinder playground and then it's got some gravity stuff then it's also got some xc stuff Did you, were you able to hit all of that, all of those different areas? Or did you focus on the gravity and maybe the pathfinder playground?
2: We actually hit a lot of it. We didn't get everything. There's a jump line. Oh, man, like helmet hair or something. I I can't remember what it's called, but hockey hair. Yeah, there's a little zone on the, I think that would be the north side. Uh, So there's a little connector to get over to that. We didn't get there, but we got, man, almost everything else. So I wouldn't say we focused on the gravity stuff. The goal was to go and showcase that, and I guess it comes back to the initiative was to showcase it for visit Grand Rapids. So we had an initiative when we went there, and that initiative was showcase the entire trail system, and we wanted to show what Sarah and Dex could ride, but also what Mason and I could ride. So we hit the gravity stuff, but we also hit more of the cross country stuff. And honestly, I'm drawing a blank right now, but there's a green trail that we hit coming back down, like almost from Pathfinder into the parking lot. And dude, I had the most fun on that. Like Mason and I were ripping. We got a really cool tracking shot on it. And it was just fun. Like it was flowy up, down, back, forth through the trees. And, you know, it's Dex rode it and thought it was cool. He thought it was a Jedi from Star Wars. Um, And then we got to ride it at speed and we found some cool sneaky doubles and different lines. So yeah, we tried to get a sample of pretty much everything, but again, as it usually goes, we need to get back and we need to spend at least another day there. I think riding each thing once or twice so we can get a better feel for it.
0: Yeah. One of my favorite things to do when I go to a a bike park or a place like that is to take the first day and kind of get the lay of the land and figure out, you know, what you might like the most. And then the second day come back and like focus on those trails.
2: We kind of did that because the first day was getting some POV and trying to lock that down. Then the next day was to go back and try to get some more third person shots. So like thrill seeker was a pretty good one, but dude, I really liked flying carpe diem. Is that the green trail
0: you're just talking about? Or uh, or is that one of the gravity trails?
2: No, that was one of the gravity trails. The green trail, dude, I, I swear. It's hard to figure out, or maybe it was Vita's free press. I can't remember. There's, there's so many cool trails, but no, dude, it was greenway rough rider. Yeah. That's the one. It was greenway rough rider. I'm literally looking at trail forks right now. And it was greenway rough rider because it loops back in and hooks into Ruby slipper. And that's what we rode down. And when we got on Ruby slipper, it was funny because Dex is like, wait a minute, Ruby slipper, like the museum we were just at, we went to the Judy Garland museum.
0: Welcome to Northern Minnesota,
2: dude. It was a blast, man. I, I had fun. the The trails were really, really good. They were so well built. We ran into quite a pe- quite a few people there. From is it Grimba?
0: I think yep. is the organization. Yep. Grimba there. is the organization, the Grand Rapids uh, area Mountain Bike Association.
2: Yeah, a lot of cool like people. Of course, we got into Arden and talked to Peter for a little bit. Such a rad dude gives you a better understanding of why things are where they are up there with that guy kind of in a point position. You get it. So great spot. Really loved it. Hoping to get a video done here in the next couple of weeks that showcases how awesome that place is and how family friendly it is. And what was cool is the second day when we got done, we drove right down the road a little bit and then stopped at the beach and hopped in and did some swimming and then came back the next day and did some stand-up paddle boarding.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They got all of it up there and it's, and I've said it, and that's why we're doing these range reports is, you know, Northern Minnesota kind of is flying under the radar, but I don't know outside of Bentonville, which is in a league of its own of an area that's been able to capitalize and getting multiple companies building at the same time in that region, which is, you know, the Tioga Grand Rapids area, Chisholm, Minnesota, which is Redhead bike park, Giants Ridge bike park, and then Cuyuna. And, you've, and you were at Cuyuna last year when you are up in the upper Midwest.
2: Yeah, we hit Cuyuna and we hit Duluth. But again, we, just, we had a limited amount of time. It was more to get out there and just kind of do a little bit of groundwork for this year. But this year, the plans didn't work out as we'd hoped. But I can tell you right now, I'm already trying to make it happen so we could be there for probably at least three weeks next year. And what I would like to do is literally ride the entire range. I want to go, I want to ride each spot. I want to try to get some locals involved and I want to try to expose it a little bit more so people understand what's there. You know, for me, I'm looking at it as I want a destination. I want an area I can go to. And like you said, Bentonville is unique. There's no place in the world like Bentonville, but even when you come to Bentonville, all the best stuff isn't here. You I mean, you ride here, but you need to go to Eureka. It'd be great to go to Buffalo Outdoor Center, Mount Nebo, all these different places. And I think when you're there, man, if you can get like five solid days, or if you could block out an entire Monday through Friday and bookend it with the weekends, dude, you could do it all from Cuyuna, Giants Ridge, Redhead, Grand Rapids, hit hit Tioga, and then get to Duluth and hit all that stuff. And I think that would be an amazing trip. And that's what we're going to try to do next year because for us, we'll have just as much fun riding as we will doing all the other different family things. And that's the way I have to think about it because when we do it, it's Sarah and Dex that are normally with us.
0: Yeah. And you didn't even mention Split, Split Rock Wilds, which is just north of Duluth. And then you got the Jackpot Trail, which is a lutzen to tofte connector trail, which is even more stuff along the North Shore of Superior that's been built by Rock Salad.
2: Oh yeah, Seattle. I don't even know what you're saying. I don't even know what that is. You're adding more to the list. So well, that's my gotta...
0: point. There's so much there.
2: Yeah, it's it's really cool, and the weather was amazing. The amenities I thought were on point. You know, we had some great food. We had some great coffee. All of those things were spoiled by here in Bentonville. It just we were able to find them there, and it's cool because I, I don't know if it's true that. This place is now helping with a blueprint of what other municipalities can do. But I'm hoping that's the case because money isn't the issue. Everybody has money. It's the political will. And that is my hope with Bentonville is that people come here and they realize, wow, the whole community buys in. Nobody pushes back. Everybody supports it and embraces it. And all that's going to do is bring people. So my hope is that we can make a video that highlights what grand rapids has to offer and then when we come back next year all of those places and dude it was just it was fun there's just so much cool stuff and it's it's different it's unique
0: awesome well rich i really appreciate you taking the time especially after a long trek that you had up here in the upper midwest and and going back to batonville late last night
2: yeah i i appreciate it always a pleasure dude we'll have to do it again
0: well have a great day and rest and get some good riding in too
2: of course, dude. Always.
0: Any, any closing comments or words? Any closing? you want to deal with your peace out dumpers or do you have a new one now?
2: It's funny. Yeah. Mason, on the videos now, everybody's been seeing that he, I've been letting him close it. He, he, he does the old peace out dumpers. Like he's got this pause that he's really curating and I appreciate it. And the last few videos I've been kind of throwing it out there. So, yep yeah peace out dumpers love it
0: thank you rich this range report has been made possible by giants ridge and ride the range check out volumes one two three and four of the range report if you have not already to learn more about giants ridge Cayuna trails redhead bike park and tioga recreation area this podcast has been edited and produced by evolution trail services for more information about evolution trail services go to www.evotrails.com